0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365 day returns. There's a place where
3: all of your dreams come true the repentance
1: Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the verdant enclave known as the City of Summers. The Goddess of Summers encased her faithful in a vast dome of celestial vines, and transformed herself into a bright, shining orb of sunlight that she shaped and hung above the city, which brightens and dims with long, hot days and short nights. Fifty years ago, the storm began to weaken, and those seeking fame, fortune, or just an escape from the city itself, found other settlements beyond the death throes of the apocalypse, and perhaps someday we will see them too. Now, however, we rejoin our heroes at the top of the conjuration wing of the city's premier academy of magic, the Clara Scholastica, as a gala full of people finds their faces turning towards the stained glass ceiling over their heads. The sight of glass is a relatively rare one in the city of Summers. With only a small supply of sand, considering the city has no beaches, glass blowing was once a profession reserved for only one or two families in the entire settlement, and customers of that wondrous material were expected to pay a premium to have it in their homes. The first nobles to have glass windows installed in their sprawling mansion home were House Solis, one of the oldest noble houses in the city, who were swiftly outdone by House Hake, a now defunct noble family that commissioned an entire rooftop made out of beautiful pieces of convex glass to better magnify the rays of the orb of the goddess upon their humble home. It is, of course, no surprise to modern folk that most of House Hake perished in a tragic house fire not long after the completion of that very roof. As the three centuries-old glass ceiling above you smashes into tiny shards, perhaps it occurs to some of you that this is a very expensive thing to be killed by. The glass rains down on you, a figure falling with it, and you have a heartbeat to react. Welcome back to the City of Summers. Sally, what do you do? I am going to look around for anyone that doesn't look surprised. Oh, interesting. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. This is how you're using your action before this glass falls. Nineteen, on please. Nineteen. Very, very interesting. Um, you look round to your party mates. Everybody seems surprised there, or they haven't noticed it yet. Um, everybody around you seems shocked. I'm afraid there is not one face among the academics and guests that does not look absolutely uh, confounded and surprised by this new uh, new occurrence. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me, Sally. 17. 17. You just managed to dive beneath a nearby table as the glass slams down onto the floor near to you, skittering uh, across it. Uh, Katayab. Hello. You hear this bang and this smash. What do you do?
3: glass you hardly ever see glass he's like completely astounded <laughs> at the sight of glass it's uh uh he's uh um, is there glass in the city of cats
1: there's actually a lot of glass in the city of ta- so cats yeah he
3: hasn't seen it for a long time maybe i didn't realize it was such a rare commodity um but i th- I don't... not like
1: my <laughs> national trust tour
3: no it was very mm. fascinating <laughs> um I'd say is he's quite near Archie. He was just congratulating Archie, wasn't he, on his recent engagement. Mm. And uh, he what probably do do? leaps to get him and Archie undercover, grabbing Archie and trying to die for a table.
1: Oh, you're going to drag and try and save Archie. That's very sweet. Uh, Archie, do you want to allow yourself to be saved? Is there something well, else you want to do?
3: Uh, so
2: Archie, for those of you, who, just in case you didn't hear last episode, he has recently been put into an arranged marriage with Lady Juliana Frithra, and he is begrudgingly accepting of this role as he is with all his stations in life. So... He now realizes he has a whole new realm of obligations that have just been handed to him with like a big stack of books. So I think he's internally rolling his eyes and he's like, oh, I guess I better look after her. So he kind of, what I was going to do was to like go to protect her. Uh, uh, but if I'm if I'm dragged away, I guess I can't. Oh, I know, li- I have I like, to have a fun adventure I with I like my friend ad- Kataya. The
0: idea Kataya crashes into Sarachi. Sarachi crashes into his new uh, arranged, <laughs> <laughs> the lady, his arranged red. It's just like a train.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Someone the holding effect. the
2: champagne spills it on well, all over themselves. If... Some more dervs <laughs> go flying. If I, just, if I didn't have noticed
3: been... that you were going for her, I would have probably have let you to look after your own, and I would have dived under a table.
2: Hey, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy to style. be curled up in a big. The decision big is made ball. for
1: you, Sir Archie. As you look to your right, you see Lady Juliana disappear in a cloud of mist. <gasps> She's gone. What? And then you feel your friend Katayeb tackle around the waist. Yeah, tackle you around the waist um, and cover you with his body as the glass smashes around you. Two of you, please make a dexterity saving throw. I'd probably pull my round
3: shield up over us. Is that an option? Yeah, Yeah. get my (sighs) shield. Lovely. Such a hero. Uh,
1: Go ahead and both of you make it with advantage because you're helping each other. A dex save. Yes, dexterity saving throw, please.
2: Okay, that is, thank God it was with advantage, because I first rolled a four, then I rolled an eight plus two, which is ten. And I got a nineteen. Nineteen. It's
1: not great. Okay, all right. You're weighing me
2: down, man. Um... (laughs) 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 See all that (laughs) armour, that golden armour. You're a lot
3: heavier than I remember, man.
2: I I think you're on top, but I'm underneath and my legs are just sticking out and get crushed by glass.
4: Can we just take that bit out of the podcast? Just that bit, and just replay <laughs> it on a loop. That'll be fun. Uh, no context. but
1: you tackle your heavily armoured friend, covering him with your body, with your shield. You curl up behind your shield, you're used to it, and you uh, the, the shards smash off your shield and miss you. Unfortunately, Surachi, you are not quite sure what's going on. You're panicking, you're struggling, and you're absolutely right. You feel your legs... Uh, Pinned to the ground by a whole shower of glass shards. You take eight points of slashing damage. Oh my God. Wait. I'm nearly dead. It's the whole ceiling.
2: Okay, there is a phrase in Australia, everyone, uh, which I learned from my fiance, which is I'm not here to fuck spiders, which basically means I'm not here to mess around. This is serious. Vicky is not here to fuck spiders. She is here to fuck all of us
3: (laughs) in the
1: legs,
3: (laughs) in the legs, my weak
1: point, my legs, (laughs) (laughs) my beautiful. Well, you did say that you were wearing tight, handsome trousers. Maybe you should have worn ceremonial armour all the way down.
2: Well, I'm wearing lovely leather boots, which were knee high, but I guess they did fuck them, didn't they?
1: <laughs> not anymore, my <laughs> no, friend. <laughs> my boots! <laughs> <laughs> One shard just slices through the laces and they go... Boop, 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 <laughs> uh, and fall open.
2: Never love anything is the last oh, thing. No.
1: <laughs> it's not all, it's just a will take it from your shoe. bleeding corpse. Ah! You take eight I've points expressed mild
2: delight about my boots and Vicky's like, oh, well, you like them, do you? They're gone. I own them now.
1: <laughs> you should have rolled higher. They
3: look pretty punk, bro.
1: Guathrin. <laughs> Guathrin, what would you like to do? You see the ceiling falling towards you. The way
0: Vicky says you should have rolled higher, it's like it's... Think,
1: think very carefully.
0: It's like it's a personal failing. Yeah. Uh, fair. Uh, okay, um, so I have a moment to... How far from the body am I? Or from what I assume is a body. It might not be dead. Uh,
1: it is falling at more or less the same rate as this glass is falling. I'm
0: probably just going to try and get, probably get out of the way.
1: <laughs> get out of the way? Okay, fair enough. Get out the way, move, monk, get out the way. In that case, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs>
0: like, if I have to, because I'm a halfling, I can move through creatures a larger size than me, right? So I could hide under somebody's legs.
1: You can run through people's
0: legs, yes, if you want to. Technically, if I need to, I mean, I leave it down yeah. to the DM to tell me where I end up. But I'm just going to try mean, and survive.
1: Archie's legs are the most dangerous place to be at the moment, so I wouldn't argue <laughs> yeah. too hard for
0: that.
2: You could join our dog pile. I mean, that has been said about Archie for a long time. I rolled, I rolled.
0: I rolled oh, a one. I rolled a one. Oh
3: shit! But,
0: Ooh. but I'm a half. But I'm a halfling, and I'm lucky. And I rolled. You bastard! So excited to. I'm so lucky. I rolled a three. Oh.
1: Shit. <laughs> At least uh, you don't plus... get the double damage you would have got with a natural 1.
0: Wow. Plus my dex bonus of um 5.
3: Ugh. It's only 8. How, how many What's this lucky? Is that a feat?
1: Yeah. It's course. halfling. It's a halfling racial trait.
4: They get to reroll any ones.
1: Oh, any
3: ones. Ooh, nice. Mm.
1: Ah.
4: So if they ever roll a critical fail, they get to reroll roll nice. nice. They're
1: just lucky. You take 4 points of damage, four, four points of slashing damage.
4: I just stand next to them being like I roll my eyes. You hide next
1: to them. Um, uh, If anybody is looking round, Sasha or Sally from uh, beneath your table, you can see Lady Juliana disappears into a, a. puff of mist you can see lord and lady morgan who are a little bit way off they were just spying on their son um lord morgan pulls out a, a large kite shield with the uh, emblem of house morgan on and shelters uh himself and his wife uh classic dad yeah you see the uh the waiter uh, who had been sipping his um various champagnes and tartlets um sacrifices the champagne uh, and ducks underneath the tray no the champagne (laughs) the champagne is dead but he is not uh lord professor paget uh lawrence has ducked under the pedestal um and his sons kind of leap to cover each other a couple of them get a couple of nasty shards um what about the gecko guy the gecko guy
4: the gecko guy we're very passionate about we need to know if the gecko's okay he takes a bad hit Oh, oh no shoot. i should have saved the gecko guy what am i doing it's what am it's i doing here. looking for clues and trying to solve the adventure i should be looking out for my gecko guy <laughs> is there when a, you is say there
2: a, um is there a young woman called vicky hawley in the room by any chance no shower she's because i really care about her when you I say i do yeah we do
4: i would have sheltered her if i knew um when you say Lady, uh, Lady Juliana disappeared in a puff of smoke, mm-hmm. given that it's probably a magical puff of mm-hmm. smoke, can I attempt? Can I have a knowledge check yeah. on what the hell Go she's ahead doing? Do I make an arcana check, or did check. she just throw a smoke bomb <laughs> down and ninja <laughs> it and
1: just because I am up
4: for that? I think that is an amazing <laughs> wife for Archie. I just feel like that's a try to
1: distract the glass
4: shard. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a like an arcana check.
1: Um. One, oh, good. Sixteen, please. Sixteen. You recognise this as the spell Misty Step? <gasps> ah, I love
2: that Led Zeppelin album. It's so good. Which, 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 which? Yes, guys, that was a red hot Led Zeppelin reference I just made, guys. You'll you'll enjoy that later <laughs> when you when you learn to love dad rock like I do.
1: <laughs> do I know anything about Misty Step? Uh, with a sixteen, uh, let's see what you would know about Misty Step. Uh, you would know that it is a spell that can be learnt by uh, sorcerers, wizards, warlocks, and bards if they have specific abilities. So if they take it as one of their free cantrips, I think, or one of their one of their lore things, you know the bullshit bards can do. So you know that she is some kind of spellcaster. Um, I approve of this lady. <laughs> yeah, she seems pretty cool. You would also know that its range is only about 30 feet. So do I not think that she cast it? Uh, no, as in the. Do I think somebody cast it? The on distance her? she can go is about thirty feet. Oh,
4: I want to go look for
1: her. <laughs> you can slink out and take a look. Absolutely. Is, um, has the body?
3: Has the body hit the floor yet?
1: Uh, has you know the what? body
3: hit the floor, has the body hit the? floor
1: (laughs) Uh, Sally as you scramble out from underneath your table uh, yes the body has hit the floor go look at the body you want to run forward okay you and uh, all of the uh, guests who are not startled or bleeding sprint forward Um, the figure in the middle of the room is first of all very dead if the fall from wherever it fell from didn't do it the landing certainly did silence fills the room for a shocked moment As the last few pieces of the ceiling drip to the floor with quiet, tinkling sounds, what becomes unsettlingly clear is that this figure looks humanoid. It's about the size of a human, but more live. Its shape would almost be elven with its pointed ears were it not for the yellow-green tint to its skin, two nasal slits where a nose might have been, and the peculiar claws on its feet. Its body, twisted and crushed grotesquely, is covered with battered chrome armor decorated with unfamiliar designs swirls and ridges like rough water and the whole grim sight steams as the frost that clearly gathered all across it begins to melt and evaporate like some kind of sinister morning dew you would probably never have seen frost before ow doesn't really snow in the city of summers you'd have seen things like ice magic and magically chilled drinks and things so that's how you know
0: my only encounter with frost is chilled one after work is a mojito. <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice um so i i'm guessing this teleportion machine that's what they're called teleportions it's when you teleport yeah, a bit of something yeah sure 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 um yeah I, that's going to be my assumption okay hmm
1: Uh, If you want to see whether the teleportation circle, which is far to the back of the room, seems to have activated at all, you can do that. Yep. Lovely. So go ahead and make an arcana check just to see how well you would be able to recognise these things since you're not a spellcaster yourself. Oh, wow. rolled
0: a... (laughs) Okay, I rolled... um, Ten.
1: Ten. You're not sure. It's hard to tell. You didn't see anybody casting any spells, obviously, around the teleportation circle, but hard to tell.
4: Surely there's quite a few... I mean, they're, they're all magic users. More or less everybody in this room is yeah. magic users, so I would imagine that freezing something isn't hugely advanced. I mean, I'd imagine a lot of people in this room will be able to freeze something the size of a humanoid mm-hmm. body. Yeah, you'd this, cre-
0: oh, this, okay. is, this is the kind of creature none of us have ever seen before.
1: None of you. Yeah.
3: Ah. Um, is... Archie, are you still on the ground, mate? Yeah,
2: I'm currently picking vast swathes of glass out of my beautiful tights.
3: I'm going <laughs> to crawl over to, to my, my boy Archibald. Archie, Archie, uh, uh, are you okay? Oh, oh God my God, it. that looks That's horrible. God oh, uh, Yes. It looks like, you know, it's the pasta really... that is like ribbons, the thick ribbons of pasta. It's like <laughs> your shins are covered in that, man.
2: Yes, my legs oh. appear to be like chewed up food. Oh. Thank you for the observation, Kataya. <laughs> g- if you wouldn't I mind, g- just... Maybe just helping me pull these blades of glass from my legs.
3: No, wait, wait. I can do better than that. And I'm going to put my two hands on his shins. and Just be like, Sim Sim Salabim. Salabim, Sim Sim Salabim. like (laughs) Then I'm going to give you four HP out of my uh, lay on hands pool. Oh,
1: yes, you're the man. You feel as if a warm cat is brushing past your legs and leaving a healing energy.
3: And then maybe like his wounds kind of maybe close up a little bit or at least stop bleeding. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. You've definitely made a difference.
2: Dude. Now, my friend, you did tackle me into the position such that my legs were lacerated True. by this glass. True. But you have healed some of those problems. So let us call ourselves approximately even. Hey, hey, I, it wasn't a competition, man. It's, uh, uh, if you can walk, let's go. Oh, it's always a competition. That's what mummy said. That was the fifth, that was the fifth eye. It's always a I'm competition. I'm in
3: a competition. <laughs> hey, I think, uh, I think the little old guy is is uh, checking out who fell. Uh, shall we go have a look? Yes, no.
2: Let's
0: see what that tiny granddad's up to. Off we go.
1: What?
0: Wow. We, we talked about Vicky having problems aging people. I am. I'm like in human terms, like thirty six or seven. Uh, we're
2: we're all teenagers. You're like yeah, a billion fair.
0: years
3: old. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> exactly my thinking, John. Yes.
0: Uh, Anybody <laughs> over the
4: age of thirty—that's it. They're over the hill, hopeless. Yeah, we call them spinster or grandads.
2: I- imagine being and over thirty. Else. I know. How old could disgusting! You I want to make it clear. I would
3: never call him that to his face. By the way, that's like. I wouldn't mm. I don't <laughs> yeah, fair. I don't talk about Ventito like that to his face ever. Like I give him respect. I, I want you to know that, Dan, by the way. I wouldn't it's fine. I it's don't fine. have that attitude to you. Maybe when you're not there, I call you the little old guy. That's fine, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's effa- it's, it's affectionate, better.
3: right? It's affectionate,
0: sure.
4: Yeah. It's what Our we call titles. Dan when he's not around. So A ah, yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: minuscule ancient friend.
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I kind of brush the remaining shards of glass and, and hobble towards so do you, you have you literally removed my boots from me? They no,
1: they just look humiliating. Like uh, your legs are peeled bananas as they flap That's around. So much worse. They're not broken. It's just the lace has very precisely pinged open and. Look, it,
3: you kind of look like a yeah. pirate, man. It's all good. It's, it's like a. I read a book about some sexy yes. pirates, and they were wearing boots like that. It's all right. You could pull it off. Okay. Oh. Well, you know what? I've always wanted
2: to be a little bit more ribald in my appearance, so perhaps this is the first step. Always silver lining. Rippled for
3: her pleasure. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Yes, whatever you say, my friend.
3: Shall we go yes, before uh, I die from embarrassment? There is literally a corpse in the room. Let's go check it out. <laughs> yes, stop, let's stop doing this.
1: As you guys step towards this uh, figure, you can see um, the two main gardeners on duty. Uh, that is Kasimi Porto, you would know, uh, Gwathryn and Haywen, and... Um, coming over immediately and trying to keep people safe, keep them away from the body. Um, and uh, they try and do a little bit of crowd control. Uh, Kasimi Porto says, step away, please, step away. Yep, step back, please. Uh, and Hewen says, yeah, this is an emergency. Can everybody just, yeah, three steps back if you wouldn't mind. Um, and, uh, everybody, uh, steps back, uh, Kasimi Porto, who has been recently appointed and seems, uh, has, has always been polite to you, Gwathryn, but a little bit self-important, um, uh, beckons you over and says, right, yes, I'm the officer on duty, so Gwathryn, uh, good to see you, uh, would you mind terribly helping us with this crowd control or trying to find Lord Professor William before this whole thing becomes a riot?
0: Yeah, you're doing a good job, lads. Just uh, you know, keep it keep it civil. Keep it keep the crowd all away from this. We'll, we'll uh, sort this thanks, out. in a bit. I'm I'm yeah. gonna find uh, I'm gonna find Paget. See what see what the fuck is going on here.
1: Lovely. Are you trying to find Lawrence or are you trying to find William? William's the one that is missing.
0: One who is missing.
1: Uh, wonderful.
0: Um, <laughs> is, um has Sir Archie come up to me?
1: Uh, As you turn around, you can see Katayeb and Sir Archie approaching. You can also see Sally scrambling out of uh, underneath a snacks table unharmed.
0: Bentito, what on earth is going on? I have no fucking idea, mate. But Sir Sir Archie, setting a new trend, are we?
1: (laughs) Yes, I thought I'd give it a go. I
2: call it Ripped Boots. What do we think? (laughs) Ripped for her pleasure. Is that what you said, (laughs) Katayeb? Yes, that's what I said. I believe that's what the cool kids are calling it. <laughs> to be honest, so... uh,
3: Ventito, I think he got jealous of Sally's, uh, you know, little fruit uh, <laughs> adorned dress. over I here. can
2: categorically say that didn't happen. Margarita
3: Prakatan over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's that? I will quickly nip over to my parents, actually, and check they're okay before i get engaged in this sexy adventure
1: yeah that's nice um right. sally first of all you step out of uh the snacks table and kind of dust it down you in many ways blended in very well um covered in fruit as you are
4: <laughs> can um, i just refruit my dress while i'm there yeah.
1: just really it's quickly orange. i've been eating
4: it the whole time i gotta technical re-fruit myself. <laughs> make a sleight of hand check i mean for decency's sake if anything <laughs> Um
1: can I, eleven, please. Eleven? Yeah, fine. You don't look stylish, but you look uh covered. Fruit. <laughs> it's
3: like a delivery Fruitful. from Abel and Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Sally spearfish.
1: Sally's Spe- <laughs> fruit. This is fashion. Um you look round and you can see Lady Juliana um pressed up next to one of the uh large kind of floor-to-ceiling portraits um and tucking a uh like a wand into her Um, the Uh long sleeve of her dress Um, and she is looking over at you Archie Um, and as you move to check in with Lord and Lady Morgan she comes over as well Um, oh good I should have checked on her as well this makes me look glad it does a little bit Um, unless you want to stop her before she goes Sally
4: I was going to chat to her oh okay
1: well then yeah you can step in the way and chat absolutely what would you like to say
4: ah hello Lady
1: Juliana oh hello apparently that's how i approach
4: nobles now <laughs> uh, just with undue confidence and vitamin c um,
1: i love it but do i know you i'm i'm actually a friend of archie's oh so no then
4: i love this woman i do i <laughs> absolutely love this woman Great, right?
1: <laughs> okay
4: i i had no idea you were a magic user yes Cool. Okay. I again it's it's like having a conversation with a wall,
1: but a really grumpy one. My apologies, I don't reach your high standards expected of noble social interactions. Oh no, I I didn't say that
4: to (laughs) her out loud. Jesus. Okay, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She'd have just been snarky if you had. (laughs) She says How do you know my intended? I didn't know they were engaged at this
4: point as a character, so I went, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> we just melon react to shocking news. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, melon Um <laughs> convulsing. Do you
1: love convulsing recently, Arsalen?
4: I I really do. Um I, I I know him through adventuring. We uh we stabbed oh. some little dudes on fire a little while ago. It was nice. Um like the
2: heroes we are.
4: <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> the most heroic little journeys. Dudes on fire. <laughs> Is that an inaccurate depiction of what we did, Sir so Archibald?
2: Unfortunately not. No. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it,
4: guys?
3: That was episode zero. Yeah. In case
2: you're thinking you forgot that, that was a trial episode mm. that we did, those of you uh, listening mm. at home. You didn't miss it.
1: No, we fought little magmen. If you know what they are, great. If you don't, they're little dudes on
4: fire. Um, Yeah, true. Okay, lovely. Uh, does she look in any way impressed with the fact that we, we fought small dudes on fire or does she not give a flying Mm. crap? She looks
1: like it was expected. Looking her over, roll an insight check.
4: Yes, that's what I want
1: to do. Let's have a look. Mm -hmm. Ooh, 21, please. 21. Okay, that's very good. Uh, So you take her in and you can see she's obviously a magic user uh there is nothing about her that looks like she's carrying any melee or physical weapons she doesn't look like she's particularly armored um you would know things and bits and pieces maybe about house Frithera, but you'd probably have to check in with someone with kind of more experience with nobles to find out more but you would know they're not one of the famous martial houses of the of the city um You would think, using your wisdom and insight, that if you were somebody who had very little in common with someone who loved to be a tawny star and a uh, kind of golden boy upfront fighter, you might be a little frustrated as she is as well. So you don't gather that she's, she might just, you get that she's the kind of person who is a little bit quieter and more reserved and is having a difficult night. (laughs)
4: Oh, I want to say something comforting, but uh, Sasha the player doesn't know how to. I feel like Sally (laughs) would. (laughs) Sasha does not have the emotional intelligence to comfort a woman in distress. Um, Can I roll to comfort her? Because I feel like I can't RP this. I don't have the emotional range.
3: (laughs) I believe that, actually.
2: (laughs)
1: 100% believe that. Okay oh no <laughs> i'll let you roll a persuasion check to see if you can persuade her that you're somebody who is a comforting presence 15
0: this Sa- sasha for herself or or sally <laughs> I, oh,
4: life no, sasha,
0: I, I,
3: I, I don't mean to like uh mansplain it to you, but a simple thing to say would be like oh that sucks man that's like all you need to say you don't really need to do anything more than that. Just appreciate that they're in a shit position. You've said that to me, Talal. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> You've said that to me, Talal. Now I, now I just.
4: I like that we're just <laughs> teaching Sasha to feel in this session. <laughs> That's, That's long
3: the long arc of this show. No,
2: yes,
4: no, exactly. You know, the long-term you know, goal. You don't need secretly. To solve their
3: problems in one sentence. Just show you care. That's comforting enough. I'll, uh,
4: with a fifteen, can I kind of? I won't touch her. I was going to touch her elbow or something, but I don't think I'm allowed. <laughs>
3: it's so awkward. <laughs>
2: wow straight for the elbow
1: there there there. there. shit Shit. grab for the elbow
2: (laughs) it's the most empathetic part of the body the elbow
1: (laughs) go for a knee but only if you can't get an elbow to save your life Um... please grab a joint Uh...
2: ah the window to my soul that is my right elbow (laughs)
1: <laughs> you can do I'll tell you what I think with a 15 if you went to like do a little upper arm squeeze as just kind of a keep it together we're all we're all having a tough time right now I'll I think that's acceptable squeeze her upper
4: arm and I will
1: say lovely
4: you know he's He's all right. He's not that bad. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> she looks over too, uh, following your eyes to this man in flappy open boots um, <laughs> and shiny gilded armour, uh, checking in with mummy and daddy. Um, and she goes... I'm sure he's somebody's type. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I knew my character
2: assassination would begin. I just didn't wow. think it'd be so soon. Huh? It's,
1: not, it's not mean. I just, this is my sassy bitch problem coming back. It's not, it's not that she's being mean. She just feels a little bit stuck.
2: Oh, look. The fact that she feels it so genuinely and honestly is what's so incredibly painful about it. There's <laughs> no malice. It's just true. <laughs>
1: what's the... It's just like when you meet someone and you're like, we're different people. What's
4: yeah. the best yeah. fruit
1: to offer somebody in distress?
4: <laughs> I offer her a plum from my bosom. That didn't. That, that wasn't weird. That wasn't weird. Okay. It's...
2: No, they, what, you can't just say it wasn't weird and then it's not weird. That's not how it works. Look,
4: I have plums, and my bosom is the most safe place to offer it from. <laughs> Papaya. Yeah, we, okay. we have an offer
2: in the chat from Epic Night. Yeah,
4: of course, of course. Papaya. <laughs> papaya. Okay, lovely. I will offer a her noble some choice from <laughs> Epic Night. <laughs> from my papaya. shoulder. Let's let's make it more okay. neutral. Apparently, shoulders are fine.
0: Oh, that lovely shoulder papaya.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only if elbows and knees aren't available. Uh, she takes papaya. She eats the papaya. I have plot to do. <laughs> I just it just occurred to me we're on page one of six, <laughs> and I'm like. And we're forty-two minutes in. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. So once
0: again, we've got bogged down in in Sally's fruit. <laughs>
1: oh, it's not. It's not a bogging. It's just a an exploration. Anyway, uh, she takes the papaya. She nods and um, let's see. Yeah, she sort of seems to get where you're going with this, where you're coming from. Um, and then she says, "Shall we then?" And sort she, of
2: she grabs your elbow and guides you across. <laughs>
4: I've never been grabbed by the elbow before. I'm extremely competent. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just love the idea of you two just holding each other's elbows as you come over. I think that's very sweet. Um, So, as uh, Juliana and Sally approach you guys elbow in elbow, what would you like to do?
2: Well, I think I want to speak to my parents and just say, Mummy, Mummy, Daddy, are you okay? Were, Were you harmed?
1: No, thankfully, your father's always had the best reactions. Um, yes. And uh, you can see your mother delicately picking shards of glass out of her hair. Um, your father looks at you and says, Where's Lady Frithera?
2: And I suddenly realise the huge mistake I've made coming over. And I'm just like, well, I mean, of course, I I checked that she was okay first. And then I see her just appear and go, here she is, just as I planned. Uh, This is my good friend Sally, who has checked that my dear beloved betrothed is A-OK. Isn't that right?
4: Archie sent me and I checked. And here she is. Archie's
2: heart swells a million sizes as you you bail him (laughs) out in front of his parents. Oh, it's very that is that is a lovely that is
1: lovely. I just uh, just rolled insight for Lord Bartholomew Morgan to see if he would accept this. He does
4: not. Can we not do like a saving throw or something against insight? Can <laughs> no. we just be like, no. no, we lie better. Oh, I thought it was such a good <laughs> such a
1: good argument. You could make a deception check, but he sees you leading her over um, and he sees that he's, he was obviously watching his son and them uh, and Juliana. So you don't you can't bullshit him at all. And he says, mm, don't disappoint me. Oh God! Shall we, my lady? A thousand uh,
2: daggers in my heart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, lady Morgan says. Yes, if you'll excuse me, uh, Lady Frithra, my darling. I, I think I'll. Uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> Sally and um, uh, Gardner and uh, Mr. Khan, was it? Yes. Uh, if you'll excuse me.
3: A thousand good nights. Yes, just as
2: just as long as you're okay, mummy. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm fine, darling. And she kind of pinches your cheek a little bit and then your dad clears his throat and she says, All right, stay safe. We'll be waiting out in the carriage once you've finished up with your friends. Uh, Oh, you must come and stay over, all of you. In fact, this has been quite a shaking night. I I certainly wouldn't have you go back home to wherever you live. It certainly won't be as comfortable as staying around at Morgan Manor for the night, so you must come along. We'll be waiting in the car, uh, carriage. (laughs) <laughs> in the carriage car, in the uh, carriage.
2: Goodbye, the goodbye, mummy. Thank you very much.
1: <clears throat> goodbye, my little champion.
2: Yes, um, L- lady, lady Juliana, how, how fair you are? You are you okay? Are
3: you well? Well, I'm fine. Are you? Dude, one second you were there, and then poof, you were gone. What? Y- yes, I meant to ask about that. I had no
1: idea. I have an interest in magic. I'm a practitioner myself. That was fucking awesome. Thank you.
2: Yes, it was very <laughs> impressive. I'm glad you've met Sally. She is, a, she is a very capable magical user. I'm sure you two will have lots to talk about.
4: Misty step. Very good.
1: She's comforting and she holds up the papaya. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, she's giving you a papaya. Yes, yeah, she, she does that. I still haven't figured out why, but, you know, fruits, <laughs> fruit, I guess. They're in season. Mm. They're very good. Mm. Um, yes. Well, uh, I, are you I... all right? ventures uh yes yes i had a little bit of uh, an altercation with some of that fallen glass as you can probably see but uh nothing a good... to kick
1: it back into place were we
2: yes something like that i am um, <clears throat> uh nothing a little bit of fine tailor work won't
3: put right so dude you should have seen him he protected me he pushed me out of the way and took shards of glass for me and did oh. they hit him in the leg, his leg looked like that pasta. You know, the really thick pasta? It looks like ribbons. I know. It's what his
1: leg looked like. It was, it was horrible. Good to know one of us is his priority. Eh? Ooh.
2: Ooh. I, I, my, my lady, I was diving towards you and then you disappeared. And, and you know, it all happened so fast. But it it's, it's so heartwarming for me to know that you can take care of yourself and that you don't need me. I, I really feel like this isn't going how I intended it to go.
1: She takes a look around all of you and then she sets her hand awkwardly on your elbow. Um, and she says, now your parents are gone. I feel that we are a political match, but I appreciate your concern nevertheless.
2: I think Archie doesn't know how to deal with this. I don't know if he's able to talk about these feelings. Maybe like, not. This feels like huge like familial treachery to admit that all of this stuff is bullshit. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, yes, but we we must do it for the for the good of the realm and for the good of our houses. And so it is it is therefore
0: good. Right. Right. But perhaps 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 um, Lord Lady, if I may interject of at course. this stage, there's somewhat more pressing matters such as the corpse that fell yes. through the glass and uh, perhaps political concerns may be uh, sorted out at a later stage when there's a little more time.
2: I- I'm sorry, you are you are quite right, but what I will say, and actually no, Archie would not know this. What I will say is everything is political, but Archie's never gonna think that. So uh,
1: <laughs> yes, and sorry. Lady Juliana says it. She says, You're right. There's no way to escape politics in this place. Thank you for your sane advice, Gardner. Now look,
0: there's a lot of wo- there's a lot of worried people here, and I suggest that we, as representatives of this fine city, Make sure everybody is calm and sorted. There is still the case of the missing Lord. Uh, we need to find Lawrence Padgett.
1: Uh, William Paget, I believe.
2: Archie kind of puffs himself up with the thought of being self-important. He's like, yes, you're quite right, Gardener. People are looking to us for direction in these trying times. So let's all do our best for the City of Summers. Who's with me?
0: Of course. Well, well said, Sir Archie. I'm going to go find... I'm going to go find... Um... Whichever one's still in the room, With Lawrence. Okay,
1: so <laughs> yeah, uh, Lady Juliana uh, excuses herself, nods ahead, um, and uh, departs. Uh, and you head over towards uh, Lawrence Paget. He is—he uh, was hiding underneath the podium where he'd made his speech, and he's just coming out and checking in on his sons, um, a couple of whom are, are a little bit uh, did get uh, bear a bit of the brunt of the ceiling, uh, but they all seem competent enough to help each other out. And he's sort of directing them, and then looks around and says. Gardener, what a night.
0: And I'm going to give him some stuff out of my healing, uh, my healer's kit, if that's useful. Ooh,
1: yes, absolutely. He sees that and then says, Davos, come over. Thank you, Gardener. I appreciate it. Um, and his middle child comes over and uh, takes it and starts bandaging his brother's wounds.
0: Of course, Sir Lawrence. Uh, now, listen, I must ask you a very serious question. When was the last time you saw Sir William?
1: Uh, it was about an hour ago. And where? And Where exactly? Well, he was, it was, it was in the corridor outside of this room. Uh, we were walking in together after I'd, you know, come to get him from his office where he was putting some final touches to his speech. And then uh, he turned around before he stepped into the ballroom and said uh, he just had to make some last minute additions to his speech that's how William is, though. He's always a little bit anxious when it comes to speaking in public. He's a perfectionist, see. He wants to make sure everything's right, and that's one of the things I admire about him.
3: And and then where did yeah, he go? Yeah, uh,
0: sen- sen- yeah, sentiment aside.
1: Hmm. Well, uh, where, where yes. did he
3: go? Would
0: he have gone back to his office? Or? I suppose so. Yes.
3: Can I? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm watching intently as well, because I'm interested in finding out what to hmm? William for for the case of uh, Micah, the missing kid. So I just want to, can I quickly, Mm -hmm. like, I've been watching, can I roll insight, see if he's telling the truth? Yeah. Is that okay? Absolutely.
1: Uh, Both of you can, if you'd like.
0: Rolling real bad. Uh,
1: Seven. Seven.
3: I got a 16.
1: Okay. Uh, Gwethrin, it's hard to read. Um, You get that he's a little bit shaken up and he's a little bit distracted by his uh, sons. Kutayab, you gather he's telling the truth.
0: I don't see any reason he'd be lying anyway. Yeah. So I think two things we need to do. Uh, One, we need to look more intently at that body. Very strange creature. Have a little look, see if there's anything going on with that. Second, we need to check out uh, Professor Paget's office. I'm just going to call him either of them Professor (laughs) Paget. Ficky knows which one I'm talking about. Uh, We need to go check out Professor Paget's office. See, one, if he's there. Two, if there's any sign of where he could have disappeared.
1: Lovely. You can look over to the figure who has fallen through the floor and see that uh, there is a gatherance of various academics, um, a few more gardeners who were plain clothed, but you would recognise Gratherin kind of emerging um, to help Cosimi Porto and uh, Haywen kind of keep folk back. So you gather that is taken care of for the moment if you want to set off for his office. But like,
3: do, now that I can see the the dead creature, do I recognise anything? Mm -hmm. Is it anything I might have seen before?
1: go ahead and make a nature check
3: do we we want to go over and actually
0: search the body
1: uh Uh, maybe go ahead and make a nature check Kataya. but you gather grathrin that the priority now is probably crowd control and you think probably uh, a little bit later you would be able to search the body
3: rather nine
1: nine no no luck i'm afraid um you've never seen anything like this so what is
2: it that we need we need to clear everyone out right
1: uh yes, so you need to you've been asked by the gardeners to either find Lord William Paget uh or um help them with crowd control yeah okay,
2: so I so Archie goes to the raised stage where um Larry was going to do his speech before, and he's like, <clears throat> everyone can Larry. I have your, can I have your attention, please as we can see, there has been a terrible accident here, and uh I have been authorized by the gardeners to ask that everyone who is not n- strictly necessary for this investigation to please make your way home. Your carriages, your car carriages, as I believe we call them in this world, are waiting outside. <laughs> no. If you could please make your way there now, we would no. all be very grateful. This is on the authority, of course, of House Morgan. Thank Woo! you and good night. Archie!
1: <laughs> Archie, go ahead and make a persuasion check and you can make it with advantage because Katayeb's cheering you on. And he, he
2: blushes a little bit when Kataib is is cheering him.
1: Cool
2: boots, bro! Right, uh, one of those was a 1, uh, but the other was a an 11. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay,
1: so <laughs> gradually, in dribs and drabs, people uh, start looking like they're heading for the door, but you gather most of the people in here are involved in some way with the academic faculty, and they are obviously extremely curious, and they're not going to listen to you about it, unfortunately. Cosimi Porto comes up and says... Uh, Look, if you could just find Lord William Paget, perhaps that would be better. I think we have control of this over here.
2: Yes, I can see that everything is in control now. You're very welcome. Me and my colleagues will be on our way. And his heart sinks in his chest as he walks Aww. away. But he doesn't show it because of toxic masculinity.
1: Bye. I'm, I'm going
0: to ask the um, Lawrence to show me to Sir William's office.
1: Of course. Uh, he says, well, I... Uh, I uh, as far as I recall, it's out of that corridor and then to the right. Yes, I'll show you. So he uh, steps out with the four of you in tow and uh, Lord Professor Lawrence Paget shows you to William's office. The corridors of the Clara Scholastica are full of clamouring guests, of concerned staff trying to make sure everybody's OK, uh, of various gardeners now beginning to appear and take care of people and administer medical support and uh, Lord uh, Professor Lawrence Paget brings you uh, round a complex series of smaller and quieter corridors until eventually you come to stand outside a heavy mahogany door. He tries the brass handle um, and it seems to be locked. And then you notice from beneath the office door curls a quiet lick of smoke would you like to do i'm gonna lock pick it lock pick all right lock pick it. <laughs> fantastic go ahead uh, Immediately. <laughs> you have uh, proficiency with lock picking thieves tools don't you I do lovely
0: so is it slight of is it slight of hand
1: no it is yeah. you go ahead and roll the 20 and then you add your dexterity modifier and then you add your proficiency modifier
0: Woo, nice so i've got five on site plus five on sleight of hand plus two for proficiency
1: plus 12 19. Very, very good. Fantastic. Uh, You try this door and after a brief moment and a flick of the hand that is probably a little too fluent for an officer of the law, you click open the lock and open the door. The first thing you notice is that this office is full of smoke. As the smoke sprawls out into the corridor, uh, you step in and it clears a little. You can see a figure sprawled forwards over the desk in the middle, bleeding from the back. The window is locked, the fire is high, and he's reaching for a decanter of port with an outstretched hand. But Professor Lawrence covers his mouth and then says one word. William! You step into the office of Lord Professor William Paget. Through the haze of smoke, you can see Lord Professor William sprawled forward over his desk, a knife wound in his back. The door that you've just stepped through was locked. The window on the far side is locked and there seem to be no other points of entry. Oh, and the fireplace is roaring. Lord Professor William Paget is a slender half-elven man in his later years, perhaps around uh, 150 or so, Um, His powder white hair has been garlanded with flowers for the occasion as is customary when someone is leading a celebration. You can see he's reaching out for a uh, a decanter of port with his outstretched hand on the desk. What would you like to do? I'd like to detect magic. Lovely. Okay. Uh, so your awareness extends from your mind, uh, Sally, and you. Uh, sense about the office. There are a couple of magic things here, um, none of them unexpected. So there is a series of small um, balls of sort of metal in a case um, sat on the far bookshelf. Uh, he's got various um, uh, spell books that you would recognise even without... Um, detect magic uh, as sort of a, a list of ar- arcane spells um let's see i don't suspect he would have really anything else that was magic
4: nothing on the body in that case no. like I, I just i was looking for a magical death
0: are we anywhere near a kitchen or um like outside where there might be like a bucket of water like water where's water
1: yeah Can the kitchens cast... are relatively nearby um, right, f-
3: I literally thought you meant there was a fireplace that was going th-
1: there is a fireplace that is roaring
3: the room is on fire or there is a fireplace
1: no the room is listen to my words children <laughs> the room is full of smoke the fireplace yes. is roaring nothing else is on fire ah. the door and window <laughs> yeah. the door was locked the window is locked
3: so there's not an immediate danger no and
1: who is on the t- who is on the table Lord Professor William Paget. and can William. we see a
4: cause of death
1: uh it's probably, probably the, the knife, knife wound in the, back. The, in the knife back. In, the back. in the back, right? Like
4: it's
0: that's not space, a knife,
1: so. it's a knife wound. I'm
0: gonna go open the window to let some of the
1: smoke out. Okay, lovely. You open the window.
0: Would the
2: smoky mist be anything like the teleportation spell that we just witnessed
1: before? Ooh, um make an arcana check. I mean, I'd imagine there's
4: any number of people downstairs that can teleport in and out of rooms.
2: Yeah, that is a six. So pretty good. Pretty
1: sure it's the same. (laughs) Yeah, looks the same.
2: Yeah, right, so what we might be dealing with here is a misty step spell, everyone, so keep your eyes peeled.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sally, your base, your passive arcana is good enough to know, no, this is just the smoke from the fireplace because the door and window were locked.
4: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters, I don't bother. No, it's not worth <laughs> it's it. It's not <laughs> worth it. Just nod, roll eyes, <laughs> investigate room.
3: I, w- I want to cast Divine Sense.
1: Oh, lovely, tell me what Divine Sense does.
3: So like as an action i can detect good and evil until the end of my next turn i can sense anything affected by the hallow spell hallow spell or know the location <laughs> of of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover okay i can use it 4 times per long rest all right guys show off
1: <laughs> uh, you take a deep breath and you focus on the warm embrace of <coughs> smoke. <the guy>. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately regret it. The smoke—it's the clearing. misty step smell. Don't breathe in time
2: <laughs> Your lungs, your lungs will step.
1: teleport. <laughs> I
3: think I—I I think I breathed in your. I think I just breathed in your fiance, bro. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Is that what they call it?
1: You focus on the warm presence of Bast's blessings around your shoulder like a warm cat um, and you extend your awareness out. You do not sense any uh, celestial fiends, uh, aberrations, undead. undead or anything affected by the hallow spell.
3: Evil. Any? I, I detect good and evil as well.
1: Uh, so the good detect good and evil is like the title but because those creatures Ah. and species tend to have like an inherent morality to them so like fiends are almost always evil so you would be able to notice those okay
0: the the body slumped over knife in the back can i go look
1: at nope knife wound again knife wound there's no sight of a knife
4: What's really odd about this is that if, well, it's probably obvious, but it's if, if somebody teleported in and out of the room, why didn't they kill them through magical means? Knife in the back seems A, very symbolic, deeply symbolic, and B, uh, a bit kind of primitive for all of these quite complex, high-level magic users.
1: Is
3: Sally saying this out loud?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: I'm going to go, can I
1: go, investigate
3: the, can
0: I go investigate the body a little more closely, please?
1: Yes, make an investigation check
3: smart move that's um seems like something we should have done straight away
0: <laughs> there's a reason Instead, we talked about smoke there's a reason i'm the oldest in the party <laughs> yeah. um i invest investigation i got uh oh minus one on that but still 14 and i get to roll a d12
1: what
2: is the d12 d 12 do?
1: Oh, it's a special summer-touched halfling ability uh, that means that basically because uh, some halflings in the city uh, are particularly in tune with the divine nature of the City of Summers, sometimes they just are lucky enough to notice little extra things when they're searching or trying to find paths, Because, uh, nice. but while they're in the city.
3: oh, Because they have a unique angle on life.
1: <laughs> a low angle on life. So what did you roll on that investigation? 14, 14. 14? 14, Okay. Uh you are looking uh, Lord Professor William Paget, over. Um, first of all, you notice that his hand is outstretched towards this uh, decanter of port um, with two glasses set by it. So you are looking him over. You see that he is dressed in sort of his most formal robes uh, from the Clara Scholastica. You know that he's an important uh, kind of innovator there. Um, you are kind of halfway through examining uh, his face when you put your hand out and you realise... This man's still warm. He's still breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm going to put, maybe one of the first things we should have checked, I'm going to put, um. can I use my healing kit, which I think restores somebody from zero hit points.
3: Maybe. I, I see him fumbling with his kit and I step in and I'm going to go, v- Ventito, uh, leave it to me. And I'm just going to give him my last remaining HP of uh, lay on hands.
1: Lovely. So you reach over um, and the brush of uh, Bass' beautiful magic is upon him. Um, and you can see that his lungs shudder, and he begins to cough and hack.
3: William, are, are you okay?
1: <laughs> how, you William, uh, who did this to you? Who did this to you? <sighs> how you? How, how you? My heart, uh, seems only to be able to speak nonsense.
0: Does anybody speak? Does anybody speak nonsense? I put my hand on Larry's shoulder, and I'm just like, ah, he's okay.
2: He'll be all right. So I feel like no one's actually taking care of the grieving husband as we see this dying, potentially dying man. So I, I give him a little hug and I'm just like
0: I'm probably gonna say Aww. I'm gonna say out loud, like, well that remains that remains to be seen. Let's uh oh, make sure that's true. Okay, Gwethryn.
2: thank you for your your constant honesty and direct communication. That's why he's the best, Larry. He'll get <laughs> the job done. But in the meantime, take a deep breath. He's okay. We will get to the bottom of this.
1: Lawrence is paying attention to none of you. He has, the second his husband started coffee and hacking, he runs over to him um, and he's got his hands on his shoulders, he's brushing his hair back, he's trying to uh, sort of get him to breathe a little more steadily. Uh, you can see that there is really very little acknowledgement of you guys behind uh, William's eyes, but the second he sees Lawrence, uh, he reaches out and grabs for sort of his uh, his robes for his shoulder, anything he can grab, um, and just sort of clings to him. Um, and you can see that Lawrence pulls out his wand and begins uh, casting what you would recognise, Sasha, as a higher level um, spell called dispel magic, which gets rid of uh, enchantments essentially. Um, and it seems to have no effect. Oh. If he spe- if he's speaking gibberish, do we think
4: that's the effect of Can I can I do like an Arcana check? Can I can I see if if I can identify a spell or something that would
1: yeah, you can, you can absolutely go ahead and make, make a medicine check because this is... Ooh, a medicine check. Let's have a look. What I,
3: I, I, I want to I check something.
1: Ooh, funsies. Um, 14, please. 14. Uh, you don't recognise this.
3: Uh, can I have right. a quick look? Can I have a quick look at the port and the glasses?
1: And see yep, if of of there's any sort yes. of
3: dodgy, dodginess yeah, going on. Yeah, that's my theory as well. Sure. Uh Natural so one, doesn't
1: out, matter. You can take a look at the natural one you reach out over
0: the port and it (laughs) smashes
1: (laughs) yeah you reach out and grab for a glass and it smashes on the floor kataya Uh, that is fuck's
0: sake um i'm
1: gonna maybe
3: maybe let's let go take over here uh slippery fingers today sorry guys
0: i'm gonna say to lawrence um sir lawrence uh did you see anybody step in to sir william's office just before or, or was he talking to anybody just before you left him
1: no, nobody at all. He just said he had to go back and uh, make some last minute additions to his speech. All
0: right. all right, I'm going to speak to Sir Lawrence now, and ask him if he do you understand? Do you... William, Sir William? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, Sir William. <laughs> I'm going to say, Sir William, do you do you? You understand encountered
1: what... them alphabetically. Okay. Do you
0: understand? Do you understand what
1: I'm saying, Sir William? Uh, he just mumbles nonsense.
0: Does he not nod
1: or anything at all? Mm. Um, you can see he looks at you for a moment and then. Uh, okay. try to to speak and then i'm gonna try anyway i'm gonna say sir
0: so so william can you can you draw the person who did this to you or can you and i don't know if he understands me i'm gonna hand him some paper and a pen or quill and be like can you draw who you were with before the last thing you remember draw it for me or write the the name yes Yes. (laughs) i'm I'm imagining he probably can't use language anymore that might be the spell or something right but maybe he can draw
1: Very clever. Um, as you uh, shove these things towards him, uh, you find paper and pen easily enough. Um, you can see him fumbling with them and trying to do something with them. Um, he knows he's supposed to do something with them, but he doesn't really understand what.
4: I really want to like CSI sketch artist him, be like, yeah, so was the yeah, chin yeah. round <laughs> or pointy?
1: <laughs> but let no, let me
3: try something. Uh, Sir William, hello, I am Katayev Khan. We are here to help you. Okay, you can relax and breathe. We are not going to harm you. If you understand me, knock the table once for yes.
1: He looks to Lawrence for guidance.
3: Oh, he just no, okay. And Lawrence, what does Lawrence do? Does he uh, Lawrence is
1: saying w- w- Do you know what this could be? I don't I'd never heard of a curse of this kind.
3: Um, can I examine the port,
2: please? Can I try that?
1: Yes, make an investigation check.
2: Because let me. Oh, for fuck's sake, rolled a one as well. I, I'm going to help out.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: I think you have to help out gonna, beforehand, right? You can. I'm going to okay. You
1: have to say you're helping beforehand. You could make a separate now investigation I'm gonna,
0: roll. I'm going to investigate the port. Okay. I'm going to investigate the port.
1: Okay, but this is I'm bullshit. Get...
4: If he drops it, I'm, I'm looking at the carpet where the port landed. Before, before f- anything
2: else, can I make a pitch? So Archie does know a shitload about port. Could I justify rolling with advantage because he mm. drinks a lot of port? No. Damn it!
1: <laughs> no, John Gracie, back in your box. Uh, <laughs> what did Dan get? Dan? I got 15. 15. Uh, you can see that these, uh, this one remaining glass hasn't been drunk from, uh, and the port doesn't, there are no signs on the side of the decanter that any port was poured. Will my detect magic cover any cursed glasses? <laughs> yes.
4: Cool check
2: so the question is everyone why was he reaching for the port when we came in because if i had just been stabbed in the back i wouldn't be thinking now normally i am thinking i want support that's generally my <laughs> modus operandi but if i've just port. been stabbed <laughs> i, I love wouldn't port. be reaching for the port so
4: i think it's somebody who knew really well i think he was going to pour them both a glass of port he trusted that person enough for them to step behind his back and as he was about to pour them support that person who he trusted enough um, stabby <laughs> or cursed him with something stabby
3: or, or or in his desperate last moments of life <laughs> he reached for the port maybe that's for a reason yes what if the port is a cure for the condition that ails him he should drink the port.
1: Lawrence says, "With respect, I appreciate you assisting, but I would be far happier if we took him to the Sunstokers for some serious medical support." With respect to you, guys. We have port here. He
3: doesn't need the Sunstokers medical s- I support. I don't think
1: making this man drunk will solve anything, and young Larry, man. Also, not... if
4: the port is the problem, let's not give him any more.
3: Also,
2: let's not undersell the benefits of alcohol, Larry. You and I both know, great, it's a great medicine,
0: but oh. There is...
1: I don't think getting him drunk right now will solve anything. Larry, Sir Lawrence.
0: But Larry, but Larry. Please, please, please do look after your husband. Thank you, Gardener. Is there, is there anything else you can think of that you saw before Sir William had disappeared into this office? Mm. Anybody who would have cause to do this to your husband?
1: No, he was very well liked. He was friendly with everybody here, even the staff. He And he looks around and he says, he always had his diary on him, but aside from that, No. Who were your husband's closest friends who he would have over to this office to drink with? Oh, all sorts. I mean, he had a very open door policy when it came to anybody who wanted to speak with him. Students, noble friends, even people he'd met about town. Well, see, that's going to get your ass stabbed. That's... Sorry,
4: I don't say that out loud to him, it's fine.
0: I want to see if he still has (laughs) the key to that door. Anywhere. I'm going to search, search uh, who? Uh, William, well, search the desk. I want to, I'm okay, going uh, to rifle his pockets.
1: <laughs> rifle through Wait, his pockets. Okay, yeah, sure. Sorry, just
0: going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to check, check, check with Sir Lawrence and be like, sorry, Sir Lawrence, I just need to.
1: Of course, Gardner. Um, procedure, you, procedure. You rifle through his pockets and he still has his office key in his pocket. He locked himself in. Maybe.
3: I have to tell you something, guys. Um, just earlier today, I, I met a young woman whose son went missing and um, he was recently exploring, he, he was very book smart and he was recently explore, exploring the topics of death and the importance of death and he had a relationship with this man. And I think we can at least have one, I, I hate to say it, but maybe suspect on our list or someone we need to talk to at the very least. This uh, young boy called Micah.
4: Um, Sir Lawrence, have you heard of Micah?
3: Yes, he worked the gardens here.
1: Oh, yes, that that boy who disappeared. Yes, terribly sad case. I haven't seen him around for a good while.
0: Is is, the, is Sir William's diary still in the room? Anything that looks like a diary?
1: Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check.
0: Can some, somebody else want to look look around the room with me? That's a good well, idea. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody yes. want to help I me? I haven't no. investigated bullshit. things. This is bullshit. I'd
4: like to help. Yes, so I, get adv-
0: I got advantage on my roll. Hooray. Yeah, so We did Do all hear him advantage? say
2: it was strange that the Daira was missing. Mm. So it does make sense that...
0: And Now I'm going to roll my D12. Oh, yeah. oh I got 11. Um, in which oh, case I got... Uh, my investigate roll was 17
1: thanks for the 17. help y'all. very good this it's is what it looks you... like
3: when we learn Vicky
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate it I hate it <laughs> um, that's fine that's fine as I've said previously in our chats, every time I'm lenient towards you I give you one lenient point and then I hear the voices of monsters in my head saying oh. can we have some points and I say well since I gave the heroes one I should probably give you one as well so long story short you'll all reap your uh, appropriate comeuppance <laughs> Dan, Gwathryn, as you search through the office it's quite hard to see. Even though you've opened the window there is a haze of smoke around um, and it's it's unusually difficult to see anything. You fumble through books on uh, teleportation, a couple of cultural guides to the city of cats, various studies of arcane, arcane glyphs and sigils, but no sign of a diary. And then it occurs to you. Why was that fire so high? You turn and take a look into the grate, and the dying flames reveal an empty leather book cover. Can
2: I examine the port again? (laughs) <laughs> Why? I don't I don't Why know what the legal
1: do that. John? I don't
2: know what you can do legally, but there is something fucking sus about that port. Okay. And I rolled a one and I'm shall livid about it. Shall I examine
4: the port? Because I'm the only one who hasn't looked at it, so technically I'm allowed. Sally you can, yes. Okay, cool.
2: The port the port is the answer Ooh. to this whole mystery.
4: Okay. And then investigation. Ooh! Okay, I've got a seventeen plus five, please. Uh,
1: so 22. wow. Twenty-two. Um you take a look at the port. You see the one remaining glass has not been drunk from, nor even had any port poured into it, and the sides of the decanter do not show any signs of the port having left this decanter tonight at all.
2: So why was he reaching for the port?
4: I
1: think it makes he was no going to pour a friend a drink. I think whoever killed him was a
4: friend, or at least somebody he trusted he was going to offer a drink to, and while he was doing that, they killed him.
2: So when we entered the room, he was yeah. reaching for the port, right?
4: hmm
1: yeah.
2: So he has he just been
1: he stabbed. Slumped, he's no, he slumped over the desk and then you saw his hand was outstretched towards the port. This no,
3: but he way. could have he could have been in that position for a a number of minutes. Like yeah. it didn't, Oh I see. It wasn't oh, okay. necessarily okay. as we were walking in. Okay. okay. But okay. it was got the it. last it was the last thing he did. Yes, got um, it. Okay. And okay. Some, you, whoever you. stabbed him removed the knife. So there would have been a
4: well, we say knife. I mean, it could have or been anything. whatever it was. Anything. Can I examine the
3: knife wound, please?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Go wound. ahead and make a medicine check. Can I look for any blood stains on any object in the room? I don't think it'll
1: yield anything, but just in case. Sure, make an investigation.
2: Check. My medicine check was a fourteen.
1: Fourteen. Um, you can Yay! take a look at this uh, knife wound. You're somewhat of an expert on wounds, Sir Archie, at least on yourself. So you, uh, you are pretty good at gauging what is what I would call a clean wound, what just needs mm. stitching up and, um, you know, putting a poultice on and getting back to work, and what is a little bit dirtier and needs a little bit more care. You notice the edges of this wound are um puckered, bubbly, they look wrong, whatever it is um and you suspect that this is not a normal knife wound mm. Sally, what did you get?
2: I, I relay that to the group. I
1: got okay. um I got a nineteen plus five so I've got a twenty four uh you don't see blood anywhere else other than underneath where he fell. Um, you would also see it on the internal door handle, I reckon
4: on the internal door handle mm-hmm. so whoever that would i would imagine whoever cast the thing because I, I now think it's definitely magical i don't think it was a knife either um, but then what how would they always
0: always bloody magic do
4: i know any spells that would require you to make contact because then they should be able to do it at range realistically yeah, why there would are he lots have a blood on his spells. hand to open the... there's lots of touch spells well yeah there are yeah uh <laughs> ventito
3: Ven- you should probably tell your friends that there is a murderer on the loose. Someone with magical abilities, it seems.
0: Could be any. Could be bloody anybody around here, Katayeb. They're all bloody magic users in this place. Lots of magic users around. It's literally a magic place.
4: <laughs> when you said the door was closed from the inside, can it not also be locked from the outside? Is it specific then when we came, the door could somebody not exit and then close it from the outside. Yeah,
1: it could be locked from both sides. Because
4: otherwise, why on earth are they touching the door handle with bloody hands? Yeah,
0: there's blood. Sorry, so there's blood. There's blood on the inside door there's handle. There's
4: blood on oh. the inside. Is door Is there handle.
3: blood on the other door handle on the outside?
0: No.
2: So Sally, yeah. magical question uh-huh. here. Sorry, not not an expert, non-expert, mm-hmm. but this knife wound yeah. seems to have some kind of poison. You're a, you're a you're a toxicologist kind of person aren't you you've done your fair share of poisoning i mean i'm not asking any questions uh, i'm sure our gardener friend here doesn't want to know any any specifics i won't but... ask
4: him about his lock picking he won't ask me about my poisoning yeah, yeah, be good. it's a it's great a...
2: policy all around yeah. i think we all have so, our so. own private lives that no one needs to learn anything about that's what i say <laughs> no. um but i feel like your specific skills might be of use here so i'm noticing some kind of strange funky poison marks on the edge of this blade on the edge of this wound any thoughts on that
1: I'll investigate the wound. Lovely. Make a medicine check. I'll help out. Okay. Make a medicine check with advantage. Oh, thank Jesus for that. I've been rolling (laughs) frequently well. I don't like this.
4: (laughs) I rolled a three, but also a
1: 17 with a plus one. Okay. An 18. Lovely stuff. Um, Yeah. You corroborate what uh, Archie has noticed. Uh, This is definitely, uh, there is definitely some kind of poison here. You think okay. uh, it is probably close enough to his spine that this is—it's uh, swiftly uh, spread to his nervous system. So that's probably why he's having trouble being coordinated. Do I
4: know any poisons that would specifically affect speech? Oh,
1: and... you know a whole lot that mm. would affect yeah. uh, speech, um, coordination, pronunciation—all of those things. To so nothing more specific than that. I don't spot any particular hue. No, or... unfortunately, yeah. as since you're no, not. That like a, a trained herbalist or a trained... I am not. uh ...like poisoner, then you wouldn't uh you would be able to recognise it.
4: When I'm investigating the wound, do I indeed think it was made by a blade or do I think it was made by... I mean, I don't know. It was made by a For knife. For example, ice knife. So it was definitely made by made a personal by a knife. object. Okay, that's cool. Cool.
1: You're pretty certain. Right.
2: I think Larry's right. We need to get this poor man out of here. So yep. I suppose we all... Do we, do we call an fantasy ambulance? How does this work?
1: Don't bother. By your leave, uh, Gardner, if you've no more use for either of us. Thank you. Th- thank, thank you, Sir
3: Lawrence. I Take care of Sir William. Always. Speedy
0: recovery to him.
1: Thank you.
3: Where will you be in the next uh, day or two? I would love to come and see William and uh, uh, have a word.
1: I'm taking him to the Viridescent Spire right now. Regardless of uh, where we are in a few days, they will be able to direct you.
3: Okay, I, w- I will see you very soon.
1: Thank you. You can see Lawrence uh, pulls out his wand um, and begins muttering an incantation through, out of reality almost, a small door that wasn't there before creaks open and you can see him step through and kind of help Lawrence through. It's a little bit difficult because uh, help William through because Lawrence is a halfling and William is a half-elf but together they make one whole lot of love and uh, together he sort of pulls him through um, and then the door shuts behind them. Wait, one no. more
3: thing I just wanted to say.
1: Can we, can we see where the door goes? Because I I just think everyone,
2: everyone here. Oh, I don't know if I should say this as, as uh, Archie. It's
1: only the four of you there, if you think so. Sir it.
2: Archie, you seem to have something on your mind. I do, I do, and I don't like this. I don't like this thought, but okay. My job, everyone, my job, our job, some might say, is to defend this city, okay? Now, Sir William Paget has created a wonderful new teleportation device which will, I assume, from what little I know about teleportation, bring things into the city. Now, I imagine if I'm putting on my Defending the City hat, which is just my hat, people are worried about things coming into the city, thus making Sir William Paget a potential threat. Which gives a very clear motive to anyone who wants to defend the city.
4: But anybody who's smuggling anything would also be really concerned about anything that's coming into the city. So really, that's a really broad spectrum of people from the very law-abiding to the exact opposite.
0: Wouldn't
2: smugglers want this teleportation system?
4: Though? Well, it would devalue certain goods. This is this is
0: a very true, broad, true. speculative kind of a way to investigate. Let's suspect everybody and narrow it down. I prefer to work the other way around. Let's go from the evidence onwards. I think um, there's no such thing as a coincidence. This creature that's fallen into the main hall that that's that's not just a happenstance compared to this i think we need to go have a little look what what the fuck's going on there
3: yes that could have been a could have been a distraction Boy, too many yes too many coincidences for my liking could have been a distraction They're all linked, perhaps yeah. we check the roof and see where this creature fell from mm, not a bad idea not a bad idea Katayeb.
4: does anything fly over the city of summers um, sorry, are there any are we talking about like um what are they called the big balloony things? Zeppelins. No. That's the one. No. Do they have
1: things like so that? So the only things that fly in the City of Summers are uh, beasts. No. So you have the occasional sort of griffon or pegasus wheeling very far out. Um, but no, what you see when you look up is this vast dome of celestial vines uh, with the goddess's orbs sort of hung in the middle. Um, there are occasional, you know, uh, occasional creatures that can fly, but no coordinated travel.
3: Maybe someone else... Found out how to do this teleportation business. To be honest, I only literally just found out about it. Is that what this whole party was about? I thought it was
1: well, a
3: birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Well, our good friend Mal was celebrating his 40th birthday, but that was entirely coincidental. <laughs> it was, in fact, a teleportation. So you're party.
3: gonna you're saying that you could travel to like the city of cats just in instantaneously, my friend think of the possibilities
2: and also think of the people who would not want those possibilities i think we have a very big problem on our hands and uh, some someone clearly very powerful in the ways of magic not that i understand it has wants to put a stop to it
0: let's go do some more investigating that's what we need to do that's i want to go look at the look at the body more closely that's the first thing to go look at yeah me too
4: I feel like one of us should have looked in the office for things like letters. I, I did, Do you know what I, I, I did,
2: mean? Uh, like
1: who's be, he's been corresponding with. You I can...
2: activate detective mode and look around and see if anything's any... glowing. <laughs> uh,
1: you can't find any unusual correspondence. You guys spend the next kind of 10, 15 minutes searching through. Uh, you can find regular letters, applications for grants. You can see uh, kind of personal love letters written by Lawrence. Uh, I take one. not Absolutely I don't. not. That is... <laughs> That is up for our Twitch chat to create, thank S- some,
0: you. Some tasteful nude sketches.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, recognise Lawrence. I keep
1: one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
3: Any sign of Micah, anything from Micah at all?
1: Uh, interestingly, Saeb, you can see a filled out form that looks like some kind of application for a grant or course of some kind it doesn't say what kind of course on it but it seems to say uh you know name age occupation why you should be eligible for this opportunity and it's asl asl yeah exactly <laughs> um it says all of these things and it seems to be written in Micah's handwriting and it sort of seems half finished
3: yoink i'll read that later
1: lovely okay probably a good idea
2: i go with guathas to look at the body
1: uh lovely okay uh
2: Specifically I want to examine its armour because I imagine I'm pretty up to date with heraldry.
1: Sure, so as you guys step back into the large hall at the top of the teleportation wing, on top of the conjuration wing. It's the teleportation hall. Um, as you step in, you can see, first of all, that the crowds have sort of cleared a little bit, and Cassimi Porto and Haywen are now attended by a large group of gardeners. Um, as they see you approaching, they turn to Grathrin, um and Cassimi Porto says, Ah, good. Well, uh, did you find anything, Head Gardener?
0: Remains to be seen.
1: <laughs> I see. Well, in that case, uh we've finally managed to clear most of the faculty out, uh, and we're going to move uh this creature to the Viridescent spire where it can be kept a little more securely
0: thank you great, great work um before, did you notice anything suspicious anything uh kind of made uh... you alert anything that kind of um piqued your interest
2: i'm sorry are we are we keeping you up
1: no there was a there was a dude that fell through the hey, Wen. I'm sorry I'm tired it's in front of them. <laughs> There was a dude that fell through the sky or something, I don't know.
3: Why are um, you so tired, man? You were yawning when it happened, like, what the fuck?
1: Dude, I'm doing the night shifts, I've got a new baby. But
3: surely the adrenaline kicks in at some point.
1: Just a sleepy guy, he's just a sleepy guy. What kind of fucking dudes do you hire at the gardener? We, like yeah, we, we
3: We.
0: Whoa. Now look, first of all, I'm not responsible for recruitment policy at the temple. Second of all, is anyone? We take in we take but in all sorts. Yeah. We take in all sorts, which is more than I can say for certain. That is families. abundantly clear. All you right, need some listen, quality control, listen, man. Listen, we are getting distracted. There is an investigation to be done. There has been a man attempted to be murdered. There is this whatever the fuck this is on the floor. I think we can talk about the gardener's organizational structure and there's, at a different sure. time.
2: There's Sleepy and Doc over there missing five other dwarves, by the way. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm just
0: going to ignore... I'm <laughs> ignoring these guys and I'm going to go, like, have a proper proper investigation on the body. Like, literally look at it. Yeah, dis- distract
3: us from the real issues with this sensational bullshit. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Real issues with your hiring policies <laughs> in the gardeners, which is frankly not up to scratch. We don't hire
2: anyone.
0: We literally raise kids. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, it's true. You're Stop fucking... raising orphans, Guap. We take How in orphans. What <laughs>
0: I'm
2: just saying, like, get their thyroids checked out because that looks like a serious issue.
3: Wow. <laughs> One
2: <laughs> guy yawns once. <laughs> uh, he, he's been yawning through multiple traumas. It's ridiculous, man. Stop <laughs> baby, leave him alone. Well, go and look after Gwathrin. your baby then because you're
1: not fit for work. Gwathrin, wow. Do go the childcare. And roll an investigation Who would like to help me
0: investigate this body So I can get advantage on it No,
1: you have No, 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 no None of that bullshit You have slipped past the lines of the gardeners alone These guys are still bickering with Heywen and Cassimi Porto At 12 12 Look, this creature over It's still a little bit cold It's just strange You've never seen anything like this you observe the same things you observed before. Even the method of this armour making you haven't seen anywhere in the city.
0: I mean, I look in pockets. Like I'm really, like, rifling, you
1: know. Sure. You find very little. But what you do find is a strange-looking sword. It's in a peculiar shape, and it seems to be made entirely of silver
2: may i examine the armor when i'm done harassing this uh, sleepy guy <laughs> this absolute <laughs> no, you narcoleptic
1: you've made your bed and you have found haywin in it and he <laughs> is talking about he's not he's very chill he's not mad but he's like do you want to see pictures of my baby uh, absolutely he just not gets out, he, he, there's nothing you could do he's got out a load of lovely little sketches that he's no. done of his little there is there
2: you. is one thing i can do i go uh, i would love to but there has been a very recent murder i bid you farewell my friend
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I,
2: I, for some reason, I just hate this guy. I hate him with a, with a fire of a thousand suns. Wow. His his, his casual attitude it. towards death is really pissing me off.
1: <laughs> I say to him, there's this
3: thing called coffee. It's amazing. You should check it out sometime, okay? Yeah. Three, if you put three quid in there, we'll keep
1: going. <laughs> yeah, I, I do
2: really want to look at this armour, though, if I may.
1: Okay, yes, absolutely. As you guys finish, you can now come over and examine this creature. Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Anybody who wants to look anything over. Talal, did you want to look something over?
3: Um, perhaps the peculiar weapon. Ooh, or, of course. Or, yeah.
1: Uh, make a uh, yeah, just investigation the, check all sort of you. I rolled 10. a
2: nineteen.
1: Nineteen. Uh, you look over this armor and. You've never seen anything like this. Even the metal is unfamiliar to you. It looks like sort of iron, but also you've never seen an iron made like this, uh, anything made of iron that looks like this. You've never seen anything shaped. You don't even know how you would start to go about creating all these beautiful world patterns because you've Whoa. never seen an armorsmith that could do this. Could
2: I, could I maybe like break off a tiny sample? Is that possible?
1: You try and the armor is very, very hard.
3: I- I'm going to look up at the hole in the ceiling
1: you look up and up and up you can see above you the light of the goddess's orb has drifted to a sort of gentle cerulean color and it still illuminates the top of the dome where the celestial vines knit together to form the protective dome that over thousands of years has kept this city safe and there's something different something strange You can see that one of these patches of vines seems a lot smaller than the rest of the vines that have held for centuries and grown thick on the goddess's magic. You can see that these seem to be very small pieces and one by one, as you watch, they seem to be knitting themselves together over and over.
3: There was a gap in the vine. What? The vines opened up. What did you say? A gap? A hole in the vines. I, I saw the same sky I used to see when I grew up. But that's not possible. Uh, are you sure you haven't had some of that pork tired? Look, it's moving right now. And I point it out. I Look, it's moving right now. You will see the same thing.
0: What the fuck?
1: These huge celestial vines that have been there since your birth um, are growing tiny shoots and knitting over and over again over a, uh, you'd say about a metre, metre and a half That's wide, a maybe even two meter so, long. So they're kind of hole.
3: regrowing over themselves, is that what you're saying? Yeah. We look left, we look right, we look down, we we, we forgot to fucking look up! You did? <laughs> Shit. Shit! This is very much not good.
4: I rolled a 19. with. What were well, you looking rolled- at? with a plus um so i want to look at the creature's physiology because i'm wondering if he's from another
1: plane oh interesting okay
4: because i remember the magman being like well they're not from around here and they're gonna burn you so um Mm. is he is he not from our plane is specifically i'm looking for signs of that
1: uh yeah okay you can investigate him and take a look you have never seen anything like this you have never left the prime material plane as it were um and because of the nature of the settlements in the blessed lands uh so the city of summers and etienne regia where you're from um contact with other planes is very limited it tends to uh be done with the uh e- either as a result of accidental magic misfiring and sort of um planes grating against each other and tearing or uh, under strict priestly supervision even in Etienne Regio, where it's just it's kind of anarchy Um, still that's the one thing that kind of people respect so you can't see any evidence of anybody having you know daubed him with sigils and shoved him through uh, or her or them you don't know but this thing doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before and it is very possible that it is from another plane
0: are we sure that this creature's dead like and that sounds stupid but if, it, if its physiology is not uh like our kind of person and
1: uh
0: and we can like my again my healer's kit basically stabilizes you're the creature pretty, on zero hit points
1: you're pretty sure that this thing is dead given okay. the okay, uh not to be grotesque but the 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 amount that he felt it fell and the right. uh the position he's in he's dead okay crumpled <laughs> Yeah, he's crunched. He's concertina like a snake falling out of a tree in a Disney film. The closing
3: <laughs> up of the sky that we saw, mm. is that happening anywhere else?
1: No, just that one spot.
3: Just that one spot. Um,
0: what on earth could be causing that? Some powerful magic. I mean, beyond any of this, some kind of... What do you think, Sally?
4: Well, I mean I reckon that's the thing I think either this whole portal thing is is just it's it's been misplaced and like people can now blast portals in places and <laughs> that'll be fun. Um
1: yeah so it could
4: can it be a portal? Can it be like like a like a
1: like that kind teleportation of teleportation
4: teleportation magic yeah.
1: So teleportation um not this. So teleportation circles, which is the yeah. thing that is being opened, uh, you would know from uh, just your general reading. Uh, you've probably read articles about this. They go between teleportation circles. So uh, mm. you have you you inscribe the glyphs you want to go and then you go into that place. Uh, so it's, it's similar magic, but you would have to noticeably alter a teleportation circle in order for it to... Uh, Transgress planes, transfer across planes. It's it, a very it, high it level. Clearly, magic. this
0: this thing um, fell through the impenetrable hitherto barrier between our uh, our city and the outside world. How the hell did that happen?
2: Yes. Okay. Well, we need to speak to the authorities about this because this is unprecedented. Um, who would I? Who would we speak to about this, Vicky?
1: This would probably be a matter for the Sunstokers at the Viridescent Spire. Uh, so the well. the way that um, authority works in the city is uh, the noble families swear an oath to stand between the common folk and uh, any threats, internal or external, that would threaten the way of life. Uh, the gardeners are sort of, um, they enforce the law to some extent, um, but they don't make it. Um, and they, well, they do enforce the law. And they're also like the emergency services in terms of being medical support. If you had a fire, the gardeners would turn up the Sunstokers are the priesthood so they have a lot of influence on all of the goings-on in the city um they have different ranks they have different levels and they uh communicate with the goddess um and they help the nobles parliament um to legislate and create uh new laws that are then enforced by the gardeners and upheld by the nobility um yeah so that's that's just a little bit of city structure for you <laughs>
2: Right at the end of episode two. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Well, this sounds like a very clear case of us needing to take this all the way to the top because this is not just one or two creatures that have been killed. This could threaten the entire city, and if our job is anything, it is protecting this city.
3: Look, uh, I agree, Archie. Um, maybe while Sir William Paget is recovering, we should go visit these Sunstokers and. Uh... What knowledge we can gain and what Agreed. we can share with them.
1: Lovely. This is way
3: above our pay grade, if you ask
2: me.
0: Shall we go, Gothryn? Have you. There's still, the, the small matter of uh, who exactly attacks Sir William.
2: And surely these cases are connected. Surely. This boy going missing, this creature.
0: I mean, hopefully uh, Sir Lawrence can find a way to make him make sense. We'll send some. Uh, I'll send some. Uh, decent investigators from the team yes. don't worry I won't send sleepy boys I was going to say maybe just make sure they've had a nap beforehand
1: hey? with yawns uh, in the middle of his objection as you look over uh, with pointed glares at this new father you see the large doors to the teleportation uh, hall swing open uh, and you can see a familiar figure Lady Morgan but she's accompanied by a cadre of about 10 Sun Stokers Various ranks of clerics and priests uh, in yellow and orange robes are led by a half-orcish woman in red robes. Uh, She's flanked by these people and approaching with a sort of urgency in her step. She's relatively short for a half-orc with a soft figure and several golden rings through each ear. And she regards you all vacantly before inclining her head. My name is Sunggazer Lucia Solis. I think we'd better take it from here.
3: You've been listening to Vicky's World with Vicky Hawley, John Gracie, Sasha Ellen, Dan Simpson and me, Talal Karkuti. Find all our socials in the podcast description and give us a follow and say hi, please. We don't bite. The Vicky's World theme song is by, well, all of us. The rest of the music though is by Adam Janotobazowski. This podcast was mixed by Joe Rumming thanks to Acast for hosting it our gorgeous artwork is by b watts and our badass logo is by amber sdf find them on instagram you won't regret it follow vicky's world rpg on insta twitter facebook and most importantly twitch where we stream live every thursday at 7 p.m that's london time all social medias and links in the description thank you so so much and see you next week so your horse, the crew, down in